The best salespeople in the world are the ones who do it without you even noticing. Everyone's a salesperson, especially if you're an entrepreneur. In the I'm Not Salesy podcast, join me, Cassie McKenzie, and my fabulous guests as we dive into the top strategies, mindset, and energetics around sales and money so that you can hear more, yes, I'm in, instead of crickets or getting ghosted. So if you're ready to fully book out your programs with aligned AF clients and have people chasing you down in your inbox asking how to work with you, then subscribe to this podcast today and become not salesy too. Welcome to the I'm Not Salesy podcast. And yes, that's, that's how I make every single intro for the podcast, right? I'm Cassie McKenzie. And if you don't know me already, because I know I've had a lot of guests on this podcast since I launched it a couple months ago, and a lot of those guests and a lot of my friends on LinkedIn are causing the podcast to grow faster and faster and faster, which I absolutely love. And so there might be some new um, faces or ears listening to this podcast. So if if that's you, I want to introduce myself. My name is Cassie. Welcome. Not Cassie, welcome. My name is Cassie. And welcome to the I'm Not Salesy podcast. Um, I am a sales coach for coaches and healers and consultants online. Basically, especially, I mean, especially if you are working in a nine to five and you have started to find the let's just say freedom, the topic of freedom to be something that you are 100% interested in, like the freedom to travel whenever you want and to stay at home and in your pajamas until 11 o'clock and then decide to do some work every or maybe see your kids grow up or whatever the case may be. And plus, the financial freedom of having an uncapped income, right? Like that to me was a big Um, was a big draw. I started out in pharmaceutical sales. I was a pharma rep. We call ourselves pharma reps. I was a pharmaceutical rep from the age of 21. I came out from Virginia Tech and became a rep for Johnson & Johnson. And I was not a natural born salesperson at all. I grew up and I don't know if it was like childhood trauma or what, but like I was always you know, a little bit introverted, but extroverted with my close-knit friendship group. But, um, you know, for one reason or another, I would not have ever considered myself to be a salesperson. I was more of like a marketer. I was really into advertising. But the draw of having, you know, like like making a lot of money, right? That was one thing because I did not grow up in a household that had a whole lot of money for the majority of my life. My parents were both teachers, so that was, um, you know, it was always like a working, living paycheck to paycheck and working a whole lot type thing. But um, I decided to go into sales because I had some other friends and family who were in the business and actually talking to them made it super appealing because I found out how much freedom you have and, you know, being able to just have a company car where you drive from doctor's office to doctor's office. Like it sounded so amazing. So I decided that's what I wanted to do. But when I got to do the job, I was like, I realized I had to sell. I'm like, I'm not a salesperson. How the hell do I do this? So to make a long story short, I developed my own selling style by watching the best in the industry. I was put on a team that was really bad. And then I was put on a team that was really good. And so I 
studied what the really, really good people did and, and the good reps and some of their habits and tactics and the ways they grew their territory. And what I found is that this like relationship-based way of selling was literally the ticket for not just making sales in the short term, but having longtime loyal clients and customers that just kept buying, like people who just kept coming back and buying from me over and over and over again, even when there was like a major competitor that came out on the market, I still maintained like 99% market share. And the competitor, let me tell you, my territory was in backwoods, like Birmingham, Alabama. Well, Birmingham's not backwoods, but I had Birmingham. Plus a lot of like the um, middle of Alabama all the way to Tuscaloosa and my territory, like the guy in the other part of the, like my competitor, what am I trying to say? My competitor from, Aunt, his, he was from Amgen. Oh my God. Well, they have super deep pockets. This was back in the day when you can pretty much do anything. And um, he, and he had the best relationships. He had been calling on these people for like two decades already. And here I am, 22 year old, braces. I had this haircut that made me look like a mushroom. Um, I bought petite clothes thinking that, oh, like if they were on sale, like the petite size, I had no idea. Like you had usually like shorter legs to wear them and I have like pretty long legs. (laughs) So like I literally was like the before picture of a um, total makeover. (laughs) But you know what? I I didn't focus on the way I looked. I focused on the way I formed relationships in these accounts, right? And and getting to know every single person, even down to the janitor and the person who sat, like the security guy, the people in the parking lot, you know, the people who I gave my $3 to every time I'd leave the parking lot in Birmingham of, you know, one of the Baptist hospitals there. And that, to, to you know, making everybody feel special and seen and heard and forming those relationships early. And then the next piece was so important. And this is where I see a lot of people fall flat um, because you can have relationships all day long. In fact, I formed a $22 million territory off of the selling style that I created and off of the selling method that I teach in my Sales Queen Takeover. And the reason why I took this territory had, I believe it was like $8 million in sales prior to me coming in. And after two years, I had grown it to over $22 million in sales. I won President's Cup, I won awards. Most importantly, I helped a lot of patients get the product that they needed. And I helped my offices get reimbursed for the product that they needed. I helped everybody become happy. It was a win-win. People kept buying more and more. Um, more and more patients were getting treated. They were happy. They had greater overall energy levels and activity levels and quality of life. So um, the mission was clear, right? And everybody was a happy camper. And so um, that's why I'm so big on you know, you doing your, like you do you, your own individual way. You know, like what worked for me as a 22-year-old sales rep, that had no prior sales experience except for being a waitress. Um, And just a passion showing up and a passion and and a drive and always wanting to be the best without feeling salesy. Like that was 
the job. Like, and I never hardly looked at my numbers. Let me just tell you, there were other reps, like there were so many times where I thought, oh my God, I'm a crappy sales rep because I look at my numbers here and there, but I have no idea what it's going to take for me to get to my bonus, right? I have no idea. And there were other reps who were like, I understand it down to like, uh, like one prescription. Like, I don't fucking like... I put my shit on my desk when I get home and I don't even look back at it, right? But there are other reps out there who obsess about like the details and all of that. And here I was putting my obsession into creating relationships. So when I came online after, so I I sold in pharma for about 20 years and decided to become a coach online after listening to a podcast, realizing there's a coaching industry, having both of my kids, not wanting to leave them with a stranger. And we moved over from one side of Florida over to the other. And I decided, you know what, I'm not going to spend like the majority of my salary on daycare. That seems like stupid as hell. I miss my kids. Like when I go to the grocery stores, I want to do fun things with them and see them grow up. And they're only so small and mushy for so long, you know. And so I decided to be a stay at home mom for a couple years and be a coach online and learn how to become a coach. And so But when I came online, the problem was I had no freaking clue how to sell. Even though I had 23 years of selling experience, I had no idea how to sell my offers as a manifestation coach. I was so obsessed with manifestation and money mindset and law of attraction that I became a money and manifestation coach when I first came online. I had no idea about niching. I cast the biggest, widest net hoping to catch everybody. My content sucked. It was like, boring as hell. I would look at other people's content. I mean, granted, I was like, you know, I'd follow these templates, right? Like I'm a really great writer and I would follow these templates and put content out that was actually good, but it wasn't speaking to one person or one type of person. And for, for that reason, I had a hard time filling out my programs. And also I, I was, there's, there's a nuance in how you write your content so that you really call forward the people and shine a light on those people who are ready to pay you today, have a problem that they want to fix, they care more about saving time than saving money, and it's just a different type of urgency that leads them to say, if you, and if you say your words right and you explain what you do and how you help them, so that they can understand that this is for them and that you can help them and you're the best option out there, then you will get hired. And so unfortunately back then I wasn't doing that. I had no idea about that. Like if you think about my pharmaceutical sales, like we are a very heavy, heavily regulated industry. So we don't create our own messaging. You don't go off topic. Like you don't go off the talk track that marketing tells you to do. Because if you do, you could get in trouble with the FDA or you can go selling off label and get fired. And, you know, like there's no room for creativity in the pharmaceutical industry anymore, at least. And so when I came online, I wasn't used to creating my own marketing and my own messaging and my own sales language and pulling out my ideal client, like the one that's the top tier that's ready to buy, that's you know, positioning my offers to high level clients that are going to show up and do the work and that are, you know, highly motivated to get a result quickly. So they show up for sales calls and actually do the homework and show up for audits and 
and all the other things that you that I offer. Like in my program, for example, um, LinkedIn Lunch Break, that's the one I just finished up. This was about how to attract leads on LinkedIn. And so there were moments in there where I gave profile audits. There were moments in there where somebody would put in their messaging and I'd be like, okay, here's my take on it. This doesn't, this isn't specific enough. Or, you know, hey, you've done a great job with that. You know, there's no holes in terms of who, like if somebody were to pop on your profile, do they know that you're able to help them, A, and B, what you would help them with, right? Are they the ones that you want to help? And and are they the ones that want the way, like whatever result you're promising, right? So, so often what I see is a lot of fluffy messaging. And this is a huge problem because it, you could have the best product in the world and the best offer, the best coaching offer or consulting offer. You like, you, you're motivated, you believe in yourself. But if your messaging is fluffy, meaning it's not insanely targeted towards the exact type of person that you want to work with and it leaves a lot of room for guesswork or confusion or just makes your brain kind of just you know like buzz out (laughs) instead of tune in then you're not you know you're not going to get hired right you're not creating that picture in the person's mind that gets them to imagine themselves in that picture with you and you being their guide to get them the result as quickly and efficiently or um you know whatever you're promising like for me i help you really cut down the amount of time that you're going to spend figuring out where your leads are and figuring out where um, where you're going to get sales and how to make sales. And I also cut down the amount of time that you sit there telling yourself that you're fucking like, oh, my clients aren't there, or they're not on LinkedIn, or they're hard to find, or they don't interact. Like, it's all bullshit, right? Like, I can really tell when there's just some something that's a fact, or there's something that you've just decided, and you it was just an opinion that you made as fact. And that's what I see a lot in the coaching industry, BTW. Like, this is side point. Be careful who you're saying, like you're taking expert advice from, right? Like people, okay, there's two reasons why. Some people don't know any better and they have their own limiting beliefs and especially coaches and consultants sometimes based off of their perspective and whatever they've experienced in life or whatever they've been exposed to, they will take their frame of mind, their frame, you know, like their frame of reference and perspective and push it out into you and you accept it because they're an expert, right? This is how the subconscious mind works if you want to get all scientific about it. And as an NLP practitioner, I can say I've worked with so many clients who come to me and they're like, well, this is just how it is. And I'm like, is that, is it really true that your client is not active on social media or on LinkedIn and they, or is it that you've decided that? Somebody else told you that and you decided that that was truth because I know for a fact that there are people out there who are interacting on LinkedIn who are six, you know, whatever, six figure earners. I had that discussion with a client just um, two days ago. And, you know, there's that there's that aspect where, A, let's give the person that told you this shit the benefit of the doubt. But B, what if the person is really trying to sell you something and they implanted a limiting belief in you so that then you would shift your mindset towards needing to buy their program or, you know, kind of like leading you down the path of, um, you know, believing something in a certain way. And I'll give you an example. So like um, 
email lists are done. Reels are where it is. You know, like if somebody's there who's like an Instagram reel strategist and they're like, oh, don't even worry about doing your email, like focusing on selling in your email list. They're dead now. Where you really need to be focusing on is creating a reel every single day to reach the most amount of people and grow your business faster. Like that person could be like, if you are highly susceptible and you're like, oh, well, I guess my email list is done. Better not put any energy or focus there anymore. I'm not going to get any sales anyway, right? And that's a decision you made. It's not a fact based off of some bullshit somebody else said. Or do you say like, oh my God, well, uh, let me just see if that's actually true. Can I prove that in a court of law? Probably not. And I'm just, you know, choose to believe something else instead. Maybe both of them are good and you just go with what feels better, right? And more aligned. But like that person is obviously selling you the, you know, Reels course, Reels 101, let's get Reels, right? Like whatever freaking course it is. And, you know, they want you to think that it's stupid to focus on your email list, which by the way, you're probably going to have to um, keep anyway, right? Especially if Instagram shits the bed and isn't available for Reels or the Reels get deleted or your account gets deleted, right? So there's always two sides of the story. Like I could go on, I could go on Google and I could go on Google and and say that like, oh, a dog can't open a banana, right? And I could find studies that say, nope, it's impossible for a dog to open a banana. And then I could also <laughs> Google dogs can open a banana. And there'll probably be, be a video on YouTube of somebody's dog opening a banana right there, right? Like there's living proof or, you know, like... There's proof on both sides. So let's just be careful here. All right. Now, you know, a lot of a lot of the work that I do with clients is not just the strategy side, but also the mindset side, knowing where your mindset's interfering with the strategy. And let me tell you, there's an episode with me and Alessandria, um, Alessandra Caprice on breath work. And since I recorded that episode, I actually participated in a couple of um, Alessandra's free events and then ended up joining her business expansion experience, which has absolutely transformed um, my mindset as well as my um, like my results. Even they just come so easily now and everything's so aligned. So I'm going to be bringing her back on the podcast to talk about the, you know, like some some of like the breakthroughs here that I've had because um, she is just a gift from God. But I'm also going to be adding breath work into my sales programs because I believe in it so much. The speed and the quickness of being able to move past these um, inner blocks uh, that are making you think from a lack perspective and are keeping you stuck in this, um, like keeping a wall up between you and abundance and you and an abundant mindset. You know, because I do bring that manifestation and money mindset side of things into my coaching. You can't have one without the other. Like my my coaching is like the spiritual love child, love child between like the spiritual side and, it, you know, like a business strategy. I really feel like you can open up so many new realms of like magic and miracles happening in your business when you're applying certain energy 
And the energy comes from your mindset as well as just energetically the, the um, you know, whether there's blockages and things like that happening within your body, that can affect it too. But when you marry that with the strategy, then that's when the magic happens. That's when your business feels so totally easy in your life. You can apply this to your life too. But um, I really feel like that's a lot of the work that needs to be done. And when I came online after being a pharma rep and I came online as a manifestation coach and started trying to figure out how to sell, like I was saying earlier, I came on and I had no idea how to sell on social media. I did not know how to create content. I basically looked at what other people were doing and tried to make my own version of that. I mean, I hired coaches and things, but like still it was such a trial and error process that um, I've really brought it down. I'm, I'm so big on making complex things really simple. And so that's what I do with my content too, to give you like the, just the need to know versus nice to know. There's so much nice to know out there. Like most of the shit that you see in people's posts is really nice to know, but it's not actually useful for you, okay? It's not useful for you to get wrapped around the axle and forget about the basics. So the reason I tell you that is because it took me almost three years to figure out um, exactly how to sell, how to get like the, the sh- because here's what happened. I came in gangbusters, right, from being in pharma, knew what I wanted to sell, knew what I wanted to do online, but then you hit this, um, you hit like a wall with being big online. Like, you know you crushed it. You know that you've crushed it in your corporate America job, and you know that you're the best at what you do, and then you want to bring that online so that you can make money and have the freedom to, you know, how to do whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it and have the money to spend however you want to spend and have uncapped income so you're not like waiting on some schmo pencil, pencil pusher to decide that you get a freaking 1% salary increase like how about that jack shit like seriously that you know that happens in corporate still too right or whatever happened to me like i got laid off from entire sales force downsizing four different times and my husband has been affected three different times from that so just the sheer amount of uncertainty in it is you know that's motivation enough to want to create something of your own And I see you. I see that you're doing that, right? That starting your coaching business and wanting to make sales so that you can replace your corporate income and have that confidence that you can fully walk away and have a process to follow over and over and over again so that you can expect that certain results are going to come. And you know that you're not just your corporate income is going to be replaced, but that you can increase it and double it year over year over year. Like that's the beauty of all of this. And I absolutely love, I love, love, love the, um, you know, like the, the expansiveness of being a coach, because how amazing is it that you can have uncapped income while you're helping people change their lives, right? That's just amazing. And we can post on social media for free. Like, do you understand how much like free advertising you get just from posting on LinkedIn or, you know, Instagram or Facebook? And um, oh, I do want to say though, if if you're somebody on Facebook or Instagram and you won't, you don't understand LinkedIn, but you know that it's a place that you'd like to take your business to, 
message me and I have like we just wrapped up LinkedIn lunch break, but I have all the replays for a self-paced course that you can take. And this was my um, this was this is my LinkedIn 30 day accelerator that has the goal of you um, attracting leads that are the right kind of leads, growing your following, optimizing your profile so that you're you um, not only are attracting the right ones, but you're sending them pre-sold into your DMs and then also learning how to start conversations in the DM so that you can start selling in there too. So DM me if you want to if you want the link to LinkedIn lunch break because I have it at a like no-brainer price right now and I'm happy to get you the details and you can start diving into that immediately, okay? In in the next episode on this podcast, I'm going to be diving into four of the misconceptions about selling online. Now, these are the myths that you probably hear all the time, and I want you to know that it's going to change your life. The next episode is going to change your life. So, um, and I learned all of these from my three years of trial and error, trying to sell offers on manifestation, one-on-one coaching, retreats, master classes, masterminds, group programs, you name it, I've sold it. And there was a lot of times where I had like nobody buying my programs or it just did not, you know, take off the way I wanted it to, I'll be honest. And there were other times where things felt effortless and easy. And so I've taken those three years of this trial and error, learning how to sell high ticket offers, even in the DMs, learning how to sell live on you know, live video and through these podcast episodes and also on sales calls, all of these things um, so that you can make sales easy. Like the thing that I see happening so often online is, you know, you crush it in your corporate world and you come online and you know that you're good at what you do, but you just don't know how to verbalize that, right? The messaging that you have to use online to speak in this crowded ass, like, you know, news feed you have to be so direct and and pinpointed and and um targeted to the right per you know to the exact right person but speak in a way that creates this emotion and evokes a feeling that you want them to feel and i've cracked the code fine i hate it when people say crack the code but i just said it like twice i think and i you know have mixed feelings about that but I've really figured out how you can take that shortcut to make sales so that you can really easily show up and also um, start filling up your coaching programs with super ideal clients so you can leave your nine to five for good, right? Like this is where, you know, you when you're super powerful, like I felt super powerful before coming online. And then when I did, I just felt that fizzle because I didn't feel confident being visible or didn't feel confident writing content or I didn't feel confident getting on a sales call. It just made me want to throw up, right? And I was following templates and following scripts and they just did not feel natural. And once I went back to the basics of what I did in my corporate job, pulling, you know, relationship-based sales, um, you know, skills and applying that into not just selling in the DMs or selling on sales calls, but even on live videos and even in podcast episodes and really fostering that and nurturing those relationships, but then being able to know when it's time to actually sell and promote my offer in a way that feels like, you know, you're bringing a solution to somebody who's already, um, 
who's already ready to fix it, right? So if you know you're ready to start making sales like the easy part of your life, and you know the difference between my sales programs, like for instance, let me just tell you about my. Well, is it okay? Is it okay if I tell you about Sales Queen Takeover? Because I'm about to let you know about the Sales Queen Takeover starting in June. I'm so excited for this program because it is so. It's going to be so fast paced and so fun, and it's going to be like the the most one-of-a-kind experience on learning how to sell that I've ever seen online. And I've seen, I've taken a lot of sales courses myself. I've tried a lot of different templates. I've tried a lot of different styles from mentors and nothing feels better than the way that I teach it in this program and the way that I'm actually running this program. Because this training style in our weekly calls, so the way it's going to work is you'll have like bite-sized trainings and then I go into a selling simulation that I've designed that gives you experience selling before you even have to like turn around and go do it in front of your own following or on a sales call or in the DMs. But I use this training style is used by world-class Fortune 100 companies like Johnson & Johnson and Sanofi and Novartis. And I honestly, like I should know because I was a sales trainer running those classes. So after I had my $22 million in sales, I actually became a sales trainer and in every single role that I was in, I was a sales trainer for those teams because, and I, I actually still do sales training for pharmaceutical companies and sales support because I love it so much. And, um, you know, this is the way you learn. This is the way you're going to learn the fastest and you're going to be able to implement it right there. You're going to know whether it lands and whether you feel confident saying these things. And so when you leave the calls, you're going to feel confident selling your offers online. There's, there's not going to be this thing where you read something in a book or you watch a watch and training for a fucking hour and you don't get any time to actually speak or say something in front of people. And that's where a lot of these programs go wrong, honestly. They don't give you any space to practice. And so you're going to learn and apply on the same call, which is going to make your implementation easier when you go back to your own desk. And it's going to increase your success when you're putting out offers and putting them out into the online world. And like if you've ever tried to launch and sell offers in the past and you've gotten crickets, then chances are it's probably because you've missed something in the implementation. So when you have a like my eyes on your business and my eyes on your selling skills, my eyes and ears, then that's when I can like pick out some of like just the little verbiage tweaks and just the little confidence killers that you might be using versus like the boosters that you can throw in there and have you feeling so amazing and confident when you go out to sell your offers. So this is going to move way, like the sales queen takeover moves way past just me teaching and it moves into giving you the floor to test and learn with a supportive mentor and group by your side. So I've designed this to be a group program because I want everybody to share in the success of all of the members and learn and grow at the same time. And so in the four months together, you are going to experience the quickest, um, like the, like the quickest transformation that you could ever expect because I'm going to be like moving this at lightning speed. If you look into any pharmaceutical sales trainings, this is most of what we do in those trainings 
is going to be brought into my sales queen takeover because honestly, the coaching industry is missing it. They really are missing the mark. They just know how to give out information. They don't know how to help you with the implementation of it. And so like honestly, getting that real time feedback and having that space inside Um, Oh, our group messenger outside of the calls where you can share wins and ask questions and have breakthroughs like this is where all the magic's going to happen and you'll start seeing results super freaking quick, super freaking quickly. So the pre-work for this program is going to start on June 30th and weekly calls are going to begin the week of July 11th. Um, So I have certain bonuses that are available through June 30th. Um, And then after June 30th, those bonuses go away. So if you're thinking and you're on the fence, you're thinking of joining, like say you're a manifestation coach and you're just feeling like nothing is hitting, like like the messaging just feels not tangible enough, or maybe you're like a health coach or you work with animals and you just don't know how to verbalize exactly what you do in a way that sets you apart from all the other millions of health coaches out there. Um, And like business coaches go through that too, I feel like. Um, Then... Uh, reach out to me, all right? DM me. We can get you into this program because this is going to change your life. It's finally going to start filling up your coaching program so you can leave your nine to five to good for good. So um, yeah, like imagine getting to travel like without ever needing a PTO request. That was like the thing that just felt so amazing to me to finally be fully freaking remote and not have to worry about any of that bullshit anymore. Like honestly, so nice. So nice. Ah, Okay. So if you want more details, I have the link in the show notes. Again, um, price is going to go up also after June 30th. The price actually, if you're listening to this today, the day that this episode comes out, which is June 18th, um, price goes up on June 19th as well. So if you're hearing this, DM me if you want to join because that's going to be the lowest price it ever is. After we get started, I'm going to have rolling enrollment. So the way it's going to work is that I am going to be giving some of these trainings live and then we have implementation like selling skills and then some of the calls are actually going to be Q&A, but we have weekly calls either way. So of the content that is going to go into my content bank for the Sales Queen Takeover, that's going to be eventually like people can join the program whenever the timing's right or whenever you find me and join and you'll be able to watch the trainings that we've already done and get up to speed really quickly so that you can implement everything in the calls. But that being said, the price is going to be higher back then, like for sure. So um, if you feel the pull, DM me, come join. This is going to be so much fun. We have some amazing people in it already. I'm so excited to get started next month. And I think this is going to just change so many lives. This is going to be the ripple effect. So I hope you have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this and learned something from this. You can, one, if Even if it's just one thing to take away and apply to your business or just one little mindset shift to get you thinking a different way to think more abundantly. If I can give you homework for this, I would say keep, like keep, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Keep, keep an ear out, right? Keep an ear out for some of these like thoughts that you're having and decide like, or notice, are they decisions or is it fact, right? Is it just something you decided to believe or is it actually a fact? And notice where that differentiation is and that's going to change your whole day. It's going to change your whole week. And if you want help undoing some of the mindset stuff too, that's leading to you not having any sales, 
or keeping money in your bank, then message me because that happens to be my specialty. So thank you. I hope you have a great week and I will be talking with you soon. Bye. If you loved this episode of I'm Not Salesy, then go ahead and hit subscribe so that you're notified of the next episode. And also leave a five-star rating and a review. And if you send it to the link in the show notes, we will send you a present in return. We also love to feature reviews on the podcast as well. So we'd love to feature yours. So go ahead and send a screenshot to the inbox and come find me on social media. I love hearing what you're up to and how you're becoming not salesy too. I'll see you in the next episode.